Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Atlas Now Streaming. Before we get started with today's episode, I have some bittersweet news. A few weeks ago, my friend and co-host Nina Granger took a full-time position at the hospital she was working at and is no longer with Atlas Medstaff. I miss her already, but I also wish her the best. With Nina's departure, I've had some time to think about the future of the streaming podcast. Atlas Now Streaming was something I started in February 2019. I was very pregnant, but I wanted something to do that could involve something I love, movies and television. We have so much Atlas content out there, and I wanted to contribute a piece of myself and something I love to the mix. I started with Allison as my co-host, and when her spot was open, Nina stepped in and helped push us to nearly 90 episodes. I'm extremely proud of the progress this podcast has made. But I'm also proud of myself for exploring new shows, movies, and documentaries that I normally wouldn't have had it not been for your suggestions. The Facebook group I created brought together friends and coworkers to share movie trailers and fun articles on the shows we love. I created a little community within Atlas, and for that, I couldn't be happier. Almost two years after I started this podcast, I feel it's the right time to end it. I want to thank every one of you who has listened to an episode, joined in on an episode, or contributed in any way. Because without your support, we wouldn't be where we are today. But as they say, sometimes you need to quit while you're ahead. I'm finishing out Atlas Now Streaming with four recruiter spotlights and one Halloween special to end things on a high note. Maybe streaming will be back someday, maybe not. But one thing is for sure. No matter who you are, what your job may be, or what your movie tastes are, Atlas Now Streaming was something we all could enjoy, and I hope that you had just as much fun as I did. Thank you. And now, back to the show. You're listening to Atlas Now Streaming, the podcast where we review your favorite movies, television shows, and documentaries available on streaming platforms. Atlas Now Streaming is produced by Atlas Medstaff with your host, Jamie Zarlingo. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Atlas Now Streaming. My name is Jamie. I'm the host of this podcast. And today we have another one of our recruiter spotlights. Today I have with me Jody Picorni. How are you doing, Jody? Great. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, you've been with Atlas for what, about a year? Uh, started in, in January. End of, oh, okay. For, I feel like you've been here so much longer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Oh, it's definitely a good thing. <laughs> um, so uh, Jody, actually, yeah. So in the, the beginning of the year before, you know, everyone had to be sent home, Jody was in the office with us. And um, one of the first things that she ever did was uh, the Girl Scout and Girl Scout cookie and beer pairings. And that was so fun. That yeah. was great. I love doing that. That was awesome. I know. I I wonder what Girl Scout season is going to look like next year. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. I have no idea. 
you know, with how much things are online anymore in, in these times, I wouldn't be surprised if they create some sort of database for Girl Scouts and then you can store online and get it delivered to your house. Yep. They actually had online ordering for probably the last two or three years now. Okay. It's just shipping kind of sometimes is a little pricey for that, but people love their Girl Scout cookies. I think sometimes they're willing to bite the bullet on a shipping cost just to get a couple boxes of Thin Mints. Oh, absolutely. I know I would be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Jody, tell me a little bit about yourself. So how did you come to find Atlas? Actually, one of my good friends, Adam Collette, led me to Atlas and just, I was looking for a change in my old job, been there for a few years and like, well, Adam seems to like it. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go myself. So here I am. And we are very happy to have you. So again, thank you for joining the show. Um, So uh, let's just get right into it. So uh, the first question that I always ask people, um, because I feel like this is a huge tell of uh, who you are as a person. What is your favorite movie of all time and why? You know, it's kind of a girly movie, but I always, Pretty Woman, I gotta, I, every time it comes on TV, I gotta watch it. I think, I think it was probably the first movie I went to with my first boyfriend. And so that's, that's just, that's my go-to. It's a good one. It's a good one. Um, why would you say it's your favorite? Just the, just the kind of, you know, romantic comedy aspect of it or. Yeah. I just think the storyline, you know, the poor prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) For lack of a better word. (laughs) I don't know how how else to put it, but there's, and there's so many funny, like little, just one liner quips in there that I just think are funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was that one of um julia roberts like first like big movies yes yes i didn't know she did like mystic pizza before then um but yeah i think pretty woman is really the one that kind of put her on the map i was just gonna say that and it's funny you bring up mystic pizza i was actually gonna talk about that so when i was on maternity leave last year i actually watched that movie for the first time and that's a great movie it's so just fun and nostalgic and i had never even like heard of it really but um I saw you know Julia Roberts and like let's give it a go it's a good one and pretty woman too she she's just great all around yeah yeah she's amazing um would you say that like rom-coms are like your like genre of choice or what other types of movies do you like not really I kind of have a very weird range of movies that I like um love action adventure movies so we like all the Jason Bourne movies. We like those. Um, I'm kind of a big Quentin Tarantino fan. Um, nice. I know they're a little more violent, a little more, um, I don't know what the word is. The language isn't always very appropriate. So that's not something <laughs> I let my daughter watch in the slightest, but you know, Pulp Fiction is probably mm-hmm. my second favorite movie. Um, I've seen tons of them. We went to the theater and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I haven't seen the one yet. How is that one? I, I liked it. And it, the neat thing about it is it's kind of very loosely based on the whole Charles Manson. So there's that historical aspect to it too. Um, but then, you know, you can't go wrong with Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio either. So. 
Absolutely. Um, I was actually just going to ask you, uh, Brad Pitt won the Oscar uh, this year for uh, Best Supporting Actor in that movie. Do you think yeah. he deserved it? I I do. It was it a was very good role for him. Like it just in the, you know, the, the era in which it was set and it was, it was just, I really enjoyed it and I would go see it again. Did you see, there was that, um, it was like a reading of Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Brad Pitt. Yes. And Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston, like did the pool scene. Like, did you hear oh, about my that? Goodness. I did not. I'm going to have to totally look that up now. Yes, it was wild. And, you know, what a kind of a weird uh, reunion for the two right. of them. And did that's they, an iconic movie. It, it really is. Did they, did they get back together after everything with Angelina Jolie? I, I, that, I don't even know with, with that group of three. <laughs> I feel like they're kind of stringing us along a little bit. Like they're looking or they're acting like it might be a possibility, but yet they don't want anybody to really know that that's what's going on. So, but you never know. Stranger things have happened. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Um, so let's move on from movies and go into television shows. So being in quarantine or at least just, you know, under these, these different times for the past six months, I'll say, um, there's been a lot of opportunity for us to binge new shows. So I would like to know um, about a new show you may have watched, or maybe a, a quarantine binge that you had, and that maybe you would uh, recommend for other people to watch. Okay, so this is going to make it sound like all I watch is super violent television. <laughs> um, we just got done watching it was called Bad Blood on Netflix. Ooh, and it, what's that about? Yeah, it is. It's kind of bizarre. It is about the mob in Canada in like the 80s. Mob in Canada? Yeah, in Montreal. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, and um, I think kind of the draw for us to the movie, and of course, just my husband and I watched it after the daughter went to bed, um, was that Kim Coates is in it, and he was one of the actors in Sons of Anarchy, which we also liked. <laughs> so Bad Blood on Netflix, is there just one season? Is this a brand new show? There were two seasons. Oh, okay. So gotcha. I feel like they're kind of going that way. I know where we are like everybody else right now watching Cobra Kai, and there's only two seasons of that as well, at least for the time being. So I don't know if they're kind of trending towards that a little bit, just shorter, you know, maybe one or two season stories, but yeah, I, like I said, we, we enjoyed it, enjoyed the story. You know, I kind of like that these shows that are uh, not, you know, several seasons long because there's definitely, you know, a fine line between, you know, not long enough and then just, you know, going on for way too long. I, I did see, um, maybe about a month ago or so that um, dead to me, they're having season three. I don't know if you watch that show. Um, oh, it's wonderful. Um, they are only having three seasons. The mm -hmm. third season when that comes out is the final season. And if you know the story, honestly, there's really not much farther they can go with it anyway. So it kind of, it's going to close it out really nice. 
And I think that a lot of shows should kind of follow suit with that, in my opinion, because there are a lot of shows, I won't say any, but to, you know, don't want to offend anybody, but there are a lot of shows that went on for way too long. Mm. And, you know, sometimes you just gotta, you know, quit while you're ahead, I think. Exactly. So Cobra Kai, I've heard a lot of people have been watching that show. So is that like a Karate Kid spinoff? Well, it is with a lot of the original actors in it. Wow. You know, Ralph Macchio, William Zabka. Um, and I really like the way it ties the movies into the show. There's, there's clips from the movies that they have brought into the show. Um, and it's, you know, it's kind of nostalgic because it, you know, that was all popular when I was a kid. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. I don't know how long it's supposed to run for. So I don't know if we're going to get any more out of it than, you know, one or two seasons, but it's been enjoyable so far. And that is one that, you know, my daughter's really gotten into too. So that's cool. That's fine. Something I talk about with a lot of people is, you know, those shows that we watch with our family, it kind of gives it, you know, a, a different level, um, mm-hmm. you know, especially with older shows that we watch and, um, you know, shows like, you know, Friends and Seinfeld and, um, you know, shows from the, from the nineties that now have all the seasons on, um, some streaming platform. I know that, you know, Friends used to be on Netflix and now it's not, uh, that's neither here nor there. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, it, it's, it's fun now that these shows that we liked, um, you know, either growing up or, you know, in our younger years that we can now share with our family. I think, and I feel that way with, like the Disney films I grew up with as a kid that now I can share with my son. And mm-hmm. I mean, Disney's always going to be churning out great stuff, but I love that I still get to, and with Disney plus they're all there. And so uh, sometimes my son's not quite old enough to watch movies yet for, you know, the entire time. He just doesn't have that attention span, but um, it'll be fun. You know, I'm kind of looking through like, Oh, what could we watch while we're, you know, playing? And I'm like, Oh, <gasps> I haven't seen this one in forever. And it's just, it's, it's so fun to, you know, share. That's what's so great about, you know, television and movies is the ability that, you know, they're, they're timeless and you can continue to share them generation to generation. Yep. And she's kind of a, a little bit of an old soul too. So she loves, she's loves friends and has loved it for a couple years now. Um, she also loves eighties music and, you know, so yeah, that's, she has no problem kind of tuning into that, some of that older stuff. Um, and then gets a kick out of it. I think you really lucked out with your daughter then. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like a lot of teens now are just like, oh, I don't care about the old stuff. Like, I just want the new stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, no. She she loves uh, Cardinal Chameleon and Africa by Toto. and Oh, yeah. Even a little ACDC, so I can't complain too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. That's awesome. Uh, one show that I've been watching, um, recently is the new season of the boys on Netflix or not Netflix. I'm sorry. Amazon prime. Okay. Have you watched that show? I have not. Well, if you're into like the violent stuff, (laughs) it is a very violent show. Um, but it's about superheroes that aren't really good people. It's kind of like a group of superheroes, but they're employees of this you know huge corporation that goes out and finds people with with these superpowers allegedly um and uh kind of turns them into you know a profit basically 
and it, they're celebrities, but they're also superheroes. And then they have these, you know, hidden agendas. And um, the boys is actually a group of like vigilantes that are trying to bring them down, bring down the the superheroes. It's an awesome show. And I feel like just based on what you've told me so far that you would actually really like it. That might be one I have to check out. I just started watching the morning show on Apple TV. <sighs> so good. So good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. That's, That's another one though too. I have to make sure Jaden's in bed before I start watching it. Yep. Um. <laughs> yep has a little bit more more adult themes there um i i saw that uh billy porter who's in that show just won an emmy for uh his his role which as you watch the show uh he he definitely deserved it that show is it's fantastic it's a little slow at first i don't know what episode you're on it is a little not very far in but yeah but i i love the fact that again this is another story that's kind of loosely based on something that happened in real life yeah yeah i love i love you know the the connection to to the real world in that show for sure um when it does start get going it it gets going and it <laughs> definitely leaves it open at the end for a season two who knows what's gonna happen with with our television shows i know some shows are coming back which is great um i don't know if you watch this is us but i did just see that they are having a uh season oh gosh what season are they on five uh like two-part special in november um so that's exciting um and i mean even just you know, we just talked about the emmys you know they were able to mm -hmm. have this award show uh, kind of from home so i mean yeah. hey anything's possible these days right exactly so uh when it comes to television and i kind of talked about this a little bit you know these these shows that we watch and are, you know, transcend time and we can watch over and over and over again. I feel like all of us have that one show that we can watch forever. So mm -hmm. I want to know, what is that show for you? Uh, I'd say TV show wise, it's Friends. It is a very popular me. answer. <laughs> yep. Yep. It is. It's just, it's funny and relatable and just, just iconic. You know, I, I feel like people hate me for saying this. I never really jumped on the bandwagon mm -hmm. and maybe it was just because it was a little bit before my time. Right. It came out in 94. I was born in 92. Um, and my whole family watched it, but I was, mm -hmm. you know, more into cartoons and video sure. games at the time. So, and then when it was, was on Netflix, I watched it all. And I don't know if it was, I mean, I'd seen episodes, you know, I wasn't completely in the dark, but I, I, I do understand, I can respect the the love for friends because it's these actors that now are so huge were basically nobodies at the time yeah. and now everybody knows who jennifer anderson is everybody knows who courtney cox is right yeah um and you know all the you know the famous lines you know we were on a break and just it's it, you love it or hate it friends is a staple of american pop culture and, you know, I mean, if it's on, I'll watch it. I'll, you know, yeah. if, if I'm watching cable, I'll watch it. You know, I don't have a problem with friends, but, right. um, but it's definitely from a lot of the people that I've, I've talked to on, on the show, a lot of people love friends and oh, yes. can't blame you. I know. And when I know that there's a lot of diehard friends fans in the office too. Yep. So again, that's the bad thing about COVID is we would have our talks about, we would watch an episode or somebody would come across one flipping through the channels and we'd be like, oh my God, I saw this episode last night when, you know, 
talking about Chenandler Bong or <laughs> <laughs> he's her lobster or all of those funny little things that just stuck. We have an infographic poster in our house actually that has a bunch of that stuff in it. Ooh, that's cool. My, I think my mom, because my sister and my mom are both huge, huge fans. They, um, my sister has actually gone to um, a number of uh, trivia, mm -hmm. like friends trivia and like always wins because she just, she knows everything to know about friends um and that's just that's kind of like their thing um but uh i think she also has like a, not an infographic but something like that like a little quote like yep. thing and it's in her house and it, it is cute so that's really cool um let's see what else do i have um so i mean there are definitely there are shows that we all love but then mm -hmm. there's shows that we tried to watch and we just we just couldn't get into it. It just, we just couldn't do it. Mm -mm. What is that show for you? Is there a show you just, everyone else liked, but you just couldn't do it? Game of Thrones. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I missed the mark on that too. You know, it was, and then by that point it was just too late. I'm like, eh, I'm, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not big into the period pieces and my husband started watching it and I don't even think he ended up finishing the whole thing. Um, I just, yeah, just didn't do it for me. And I didn't get big into Breaking Bad either. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I agree with, I agree with Game of Thrones, but Breaking Bad, I mean, oh man, I could have a whole episode just about Breaking Bad. Uh, and I've talked about it so much on this show. Um, so I won't, I won't waste my breath, but, um, I think, I mean, did you, did you give it a try and it just wasn't for you or? I did. We, we watched a couple of the, of the first episodes and I like my brother just raves and raves and raves about Breaking Bad. And it's just one I couldn't get into. Um, I can't remember what now was it on FX? AMC. AMC. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a lot. We've watched a lot of FX shows like Rescue Me, Sons of Anarchy. Um, we like those, but yeah, Breaking Bad was just not one I could get into. I would urge you to try one more time, <laughs> but you know what? You know what? If it's not for you, that's okay. For me, that show caught me in the first episode. I, it caught me in the first like 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. That scene of Walter's pants flying in the air just... I was like, what's about to happen? What, what's <laughs> going to happen here? And it just hooked me from there. And I think for me, if, if the first couple episodes don't get you, I, I maybe it's not for you. Maybe yeah. it's just, you know, for me, I feel like it was, it was one of those shows that caught me from the beginning. And I feel like if it doesn't, then yeah, maybe, maybe it's just not for you, but I would also say maybe try watching it one more time. And, <laughs> and if it just, Ryan Cranston is such a good actor. Oh my God. Yes, he is. He is a vision in that show. He is just, he becomes Walter White. It's scary. Yeah. The, the transformation of that character. It's spooky. It's for the and lack what, of a better so, word. Yes. And what's so crazy is he has such a range because he goes from that show but I can't even remember his character's name, but on How I Met Your Mother, he was in that. Yes, yes, he was. That's right. Yeah. He was in that so, show. Completely, I mean, played a complete jerk on the show, but like 
in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like a like a douchebag boss, but right. in Breaking Bad, he's a, a super villain essentially. Yeah. And then you know he was Hal and Malcolm in the Middle, and right. wasn't he also in Friends or or was it Seinfeld? He was in one of those. I'm trying to think. I think it was Seinfeld. That's kind of what I was leaning towards as well. And that's another classic show that's mm-hmm. whenever episodes come on the TV, I'd be like, okay, I'll stop and watch a little bit, which it turns into four episodes later. So I've never actually watched Seinfeld all the way through. That one was my dad's show. My dad loved Seinfeld. So in my I, house, it was Friends and Seinfeld on pretty much all the time. Um, and I think I've heard really wonderful, and I've seen episodes again, you know, I've, it's not like I've never seen it, but I've, I've considered, I've been sitting on it, you know, watching it from the beginning. Is it, do you think it would hold up for me if I haven't seen it all the way through yet? That's a tough one. It, I feel like it's a little more, I don't want to say dated, but it's, I don't know. I feel like the, the younger 20-ish cast, at least at the time of when they were filming it or what they were supposed to be on Friends, is maybe a little more relatable, but there's so many funny episodes and stories and lines from Seinfeld. Like one of my most favorite memes is from Seinfeld. <laughs> so it, it's, you know, if, if you like comedy, that's, that's, a, that is a good one to watch. All right. I'm trying to think of where it is, where I know you can stream it somewhere. I think it might be Hulu, maybe. Um, you know, that's a good question. I, I just, watch it on regular TV when we have a chance. Mm -hmm. I was actually, uh, so I'm uh, turning my basement in my house into my son's playroom Mm -hmm. and we still have boxes that we never unpacked from when we moved it, when we bought this house two years ago. And uh, (laughs) some of them are like DVDs because it's so funny now that we don't really watch DVDs or you know, anything on CDs, anything at all. And they have all these different seasons of shows on on DVDs before you're able to stream them. And I was unpacking them the other day and kind of putting them away. And I'm like, I don't even need this anymore (laughs) because I can find it somewhere else. It's, it's, it's wild, you know, the transformation of, of how we consume entertainment. It's crazy. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, what's especially fun is thinking about just like the origin of, of Netflix, how it was delivered to your house. And now it's just on your TV. Like it's nuts to think about. Um, it's just amazing. Amazing how many uh, options we have and how many shows are out there and how many ideas there are. And, uh, it's, it's crazy, but speaking of, um, so with with there being you know so many new streaming platforms like the new Peacock for uh, that has like Friends and other mm-hmm. NBC shows, um, is there anything coming out soon, whether it's movie, TV, or otherwise, that you're looking forward to? You know that is a great question. I haven't even really heard much about anything new coming out, or um, we're kind of all consumed with sports right now. Um, the kiddos playing softball and flag football and, um, we're not home a lot right now. Um, but man, come those winter months fall, you know, once that's all done, I'm sure there'll be something out there that we want to get our hands on. 
I was just going to say winter is coming. I hate to quote Game of Thrones. I know. <laughs> I know we're not fans of it, but winter is coming. So that means uh, couch days and binging shows is, is on the horizon for sure. And actually, Absolutely. when we recorded this, this is the first day of fall. So, you know. Oh, that's right. It is. It's right around the corner. So now officially those people that want their pumpkin spice can have it. I have to ask, since you brought it up, what is your thoughts on the pumpkin spice latte? I agree. I, I mean, I love fall. Don't get me wrong. I send me to a pumpkin patch, get me some hot chocolate. I don't like the pumpkin spice latte. It's too sweet, too sweet for me. Nothing pumpkin at all. Okay. Goes in my mouth. I have friends that know of my dislike and therefore torment me about <laughs> you like sneak it into your food sometimes like, oh I've been given baskets full of nothing but pumpkin items oh. because they know I dislike it oh your friends are mean they are evil <laughs> Dwayne Dan I'm talking to you <laughs> Dan she's out for you um, I mean like do you still carve pumpkins or is it yeah. okay okay so it's you're not like a pumpkin hater. You just don't like the flavor. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I the decorating with the pumpkins. Very cute. I like decorating, painting, carving, pumpkin patches, all of that. But the whole insane obsession with making everything pumpkin flavored from August to November, it's got to go. <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> Um, well, speaking of fall, um, this is actually, I think, a really fun question to end things on since uh, it is, Oct well, by the time this airs, it's October. So I would like to know, what is your favorite Halloween movie? Oh, you know what? That's, I'm not a horror Halloween scary movie person. I never have been. I think I, I think maybe when I was in junior high or something, I tried to watch like The Exorcist and um, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Exercise <is> a lot. <laughs> I don't like um, either. What is, uh, oh, there's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. No, just none of it, none of it has ever appealed to me. Not even Hocus Pocus? No. <gasps> what? What? Okay, we need to end this podcast right now. <laughs> just kidding you know what though you're not alone I feel like a lot of people love that movie but then a lot of people really don't like my husband is one of those people his mom my mother-in-law is the biggest Halloween fanatic she used to get super dressed up when her kids were little like just big big fan um and I guess Hocus Pocus when he was a kid was on every single day in Ooh. like the fall so now he hates it I'm like, you know what, hon, I can't blame you. I would hate yeah. something if I had to watch it that often too. <laughs> so, I, hey, I, I don't blame you, but uh, but you know what, that's that's okay. Are you at all into the Christmas movies? Because I know there's a lot of those out there. Um, a few, but they're probably not your traditional Christmas movies. I think one of the ones that we probably like the most is Four Christmases. That's a good one. Yeah, and you know. Again, another Reese Witherspoon movie, but we love Vince Vaughn in our house too, and so I, I we like that just for a good comedy. That's a that's probably a one of our go tos there. Now to bring up the the biggest question, because we had a podcast on this last year, Die okay. Hard, is it a Christmas movie? <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. You know what? When we did the debate, I've honestly, and I've never seen Die Hard all the way through. (laughs) I still haven't. It's on, there are so many classics that I haven't seen and it just makes me feel so much shame. But based on the argument, it was between Rich and Phil. And it was, if you guys have not heard that episode, it is a ton of fun. Go listen to it. It's, they did such a great job. But just based on that argument, it's a Christmas movie. I mean, if, if, if you want to get down to brass tacks, it is a Christmas movie. It happens at Christmas. There are so many, quote, Christmas movies that right. it's just happening around Christmas time. And that's what makes it a Christmas movie. And I would have to say by that definition alone, then yeah, it's yeah. a Christmas movie. Okay. So then what movie has everyone seen that you haven't that brings shame to you? Hmm. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily that I haven't seen, but I have never seen The Godfather all the way through. I fell asleep because uh, I, I thought it was boring. I did. I was not a fan. And uh, I, I feel like maybe I've heard wonderful things about it. And part two, that it's just, that's even better. I just couldn't get through the first one. And it's like three hours long. Yeah. You don't have that kind of time. <laughs> Nobody does. No. <laughs> I don't know. And now that you say that, I mean, if I did, and this is dating me, it, I mean, it would have been years ago. But yeah, and honestly, I've like, I don't remember and I don't have any desire to like go watch it. Yeah. But what is um, like your, if you're just, fl- you know, not that people really flip through the channels anymore, but what's one that you have to watch like you land on it and you just have to finish watching it Ooh, good one um hmm honestly just like like any comedy any just like classic comedy um my favorite movie is wayne's world which probably people think is weird it's just such a weird movie but if that were on any time of day any any day of the year if I were flipping through channels and Wayne's World was on, and I have it on DVD, I will watch it. I will stop and watch that movie with the commercials and I'll have a good time. What about you? Well, I have two actually. A Few Good Men. That is, I don't don't know what it is about the movie, but I just, you can't handle the truth. It's actually, um, uh, oh, God. Morgan said that too. He's, he, it said, he said that's his favorite movie of all time. And same thing, if it's on, he will watch it no matter what. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That one. And then <laughs> son-in-law. Oh, okay. <laughs> Holly Shore. That movie just cracks me up. I don't know why, but he actually did stand up at the funny bone a long time ago. Yeah, and some friends and I went, and it was pretty entertaining. Wow, wow, yeah. okay, all right, all right, pretty solid. Um, well, hey, Jody, thank you so much for joining us today, or for joining really? me today, really appreciate it. Before you go, I would love to know where people can find you on social media. Awesome, I am on LinkedIn, um, just under Jody Picorni. I also have Instagram which is team Jody underscore Atlas Medstaff. Uh, I'm on Facebook as well, just under Jody Lynn, L-Y-N, one N. And um, yeah, 
I'm always posting stuff, posting jobs, little, I have my Monday motivation, Wednesday words of wisdom and Friday fun facts that I put out there. <laughs> I love your LinkedIn posts, by the way, the Thank little you. bit emoji. So cute. I love what you do. Um, and it's every time I see it, I'm like, just that's so Jody, you know, it just, it's, it, it's very fitting to your personality, just your fun, warm personality. So, uh, yeah, I love, I love what you're doing. So thank you again so much for, for joining us today. Um, and yeah, you can find, um, Jody on social media and she can help place you and find new travel assignments. But until then, keep on streaming. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Atlas Now Streaming. Until next time, keep streaming.